At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain or that you won't get a sunburn or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. Hey, everybody. Happy almost Mother's Day. Before we get started with the show, there's something that I want to tell you about. It's an idea that we have for a project. Uh, It's still in the works, so I can't tell you everything about it right now. But in order for it to work, we will need stories from you. We're looking for fun little stuff here, like little anecdotes about parenting techniques that have worked for you, but are not in any parenting books. So here's what I mean. Um, We've got a few examples that people have sent us already. Um, There's the mom who potty trained her kid by teaching him to say code brown whenever he had to poop. There's a dad who got his kid to sleep by driving her around and around the airport all night long. There's the dad who um, would snort like a pig in his baby's ear to get her to stop crying. So we're looking for these things for kids of any age Or you could be, you know, someone who has grown kids and tell us about something that worked on them when they were younger. Or, you know, maybe you know about something that your mom or your dad did on you when you were a kid. This project is going to be super cool, but it'll only work if we get your responses. And you guys in the past, you have been so good at sending us awesome stuff. So do it again. Email your weird parenting wins to hello at longestshortesttime.com with the subject weird. And you can tweet this stuff too. Use the hashtag #WeirdParentingWin. Thanks, you guys. I can't wait to see what you come up with. This is the longest shortest time. I'm Hillary Frank, and today we continue our accidental gay parents series. This is our fourth installment. If you didn't hear last week's episode or the two before that, go check those out before you listen to this one. I think you'll like them. They're some of our most popular episodes ever. Those are episodes 60, 62, and 80. All right, so when we left off last week, Tristan was pregnant, and stuff was tense between him and his husband, Biff. I'm going to tell you right now, things are about to get even harder. But I promise you, listening to these guys, you will learn a ton about communicating and about digging yourself out of a communication rut when it feels like you're just sinking deeper and deeper. Okay, so quick recap here. Last year, Tristan and Biff adopted their two kids. There's Riley, he's eight, and Haley, she's five. They were Biff's sister's biological children. So soon after the adoption, Tristan tells Biff he wants them to expand their family, have a biological baby together. Biff 
is not super into this idea. He's the primary caregiver, you know, an at-home dad already caring for a five-year-old and an eight-year-old. But Biff eventually gives in, says, yeah, okay, let's do this. So Tristan goes off testosterone, gets pregnant way sooner than they expect, before his period even starts up again. When they get the news, Tristan is about a month along. He's moody, Biff's moody. They're not really talking about the pregnancy, but it's becoming harder and harder to ignore. My chest was very, very sore. Um, And there were actually times when, like, you know, Haley would just be sitting on my lap and she would just nudge my chest the tiniest bit. And I was like, oh, my God. So, yes, that was a a major thing for me. And then I started to see um, I'm a really skinny person, just sort of by nature. Um, But I started to see my chest growing in size and I had to start... Um, you know, wearing things under my normal work clothes so that it didn't become very apparent to my coworkers um, that there was something, you know, pretty major going on with my body. How was that for you emotionally to have your chest growing? You know, my body is just my body. Like, I don't feel like my identity or my gender is fragile. Um, and I don't feel like it's that tied to my body. I've worked really hard to build up sort of my sense of who I am. Um, and I never had a moment where I was like, I don't, I don't know where I felt deeply uncomfortable about it for that reason. It was sore and it was weird. Um, but I never felt like it impacted my sense of who I am or anything like that. Tristan also noticed he was becoming more forgetful, something a lot of pregnant people call baby brain. And I run a whole department at my work. So there would be times when my staff is sitting around a table looking up at me and I'm like, oh, am I running this meeting? (laughs) And they're like, yep, you're running this meeting. Um, And it's not like I could tell them, oh, I'm so sorry that I'm a little bit ditzy right now, but I'm pregnant. Because I had planned to sort of communicate that in my professional life in a whole different, longer-term, nuanced, step-by-step way. Um, and I feel like it's a lot to put on a staff member to learn that your, you know, your dude boss is pregnant. Things keep going like this for a couple weeks. And then six weeks into the pregnancy, Tristan has his first checkup. This is typically the appointment where you get an ultrasound. Biff goes with him. Up until that point, I had not really been super emotional about anything. And that was bothering Tristan. Like, he felt like I wasn't excited about it or something. And so I was excited because I thought that, like, hearing hearing the heartbeat would, would excite me or make me feel emotional. You know, and so we went into the appointment. We went in. She did the thing with the where she squirts the gel on. She moves the wand around. He was on the table, and they were doing the ultrasound. And she showed us right away, like, okay, here is your uterus. Here is, um, okay, now we can see this is the baby. And then there was just silence. You know, the 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 technician wasn't saying anything, and we weren't hearing anything and she's like you know you just just hold on for one second and i'll just go get the doctor the lab tech leaves the room and they just know like we both knew right away i think we both just you know 
we both just knew that there wasn't a heartbeat and what that probably meant. And the doctor came in and, you know, they did them, they measured how big it was. And I think they said that it looks like it was like four weeks size wise. And I'm like, no, that shouldn't be right. The hormone levels are six weeks. And they said, this doesn't necessarily mean anything bad. You can come back in two weeks and we'll have a look then. Um, it could be that it's just too early. It could mean there's something a little bit, you know, they're trying to say all these things. And I'm like, listen, I know what this means. Um, it means that things aren't going well. It, it means that this is not viable. It's not going to happen. Tristan and Biff leave the doctors in a rough spot. It's clear there's not going to be a baby. But there hasn't been a miscarriage yet either. They're just waiting for it to happen. And then they can't just go home and and zone out in front of the TV or, or like freak out together. Instead, they have to go get changed into nice clothes and, and put on their happy faces. That night, they're hosting an event. Together, the two of them run a support network for LGBT prisoners, and they're hosting a holiday party where people write cards to the prisoners. So they drive to the LGBT center where the event is happening. And as soon as they get there, Tristan finds blood in his underwear. And I was like, oh, it's happening. Um, and I just pulled Biff aside and I said, hey, um, I'm having a miscarriage. And he was like, okay, well, what do you need? And I was like, I'm going to be okay. I'm not having cramping. I'm going to be fine. I can't stand up. Um, I need you to run this event. I will make it through. Tristan, of course, is not okay. He's panicking. He's looking in the bathrooms for sanitary pads. He looks in the front desk and under the sink in the kitchen. He can't find any. He winds up tracking down the woman who runs senior programming at the center, and she gives him a depends. Then he sits down next to Biff at the front of the room. Biff stands up, gives a speech about why they run this organization, and why this holiday card writing thing is important. This was supposed to be Tristan's job. He's the extrovert in this couple. But instead, he's just sitting there watching, having a miscarriage, and pretending like nothing is going on. Because I didn't want him to see me in pain or to see that this was a big, you know, a big horrific experience. Um, So I just wanted it to be like as easy as possible. And that does not sound like you. Like being stoic. No, I am not a stoic person. I am a very, very emotive person. Um, But I just kind of went into like hunker down mode. Um, I was really, really, really scared that Biff was going to be like, actually, never mind. Like I changed my mind. This isn't working. This is too hard. This is gross. I don't know what. Like I was just so scared. Like, oh, I screwed this up. Like this got screwed up and now I've lost my chance. Um, So that was the thing that I was like, it was just like an overpowering feeling of like, I don't know, I just thought he was going to change his mind. It was just like, this is what I need to do to get through this, to protect him from this experience so that he wouldn't like not want to try again afterwards. Biff says he wasn't sure what he was thinking about the future yet. He just knew that right now he was heartbroken. Because I don't know, like I did start to, you know, I started to to think about 
what little child was growing in him and what that child might be like. And I did even buy a little baby outfit. <laughs> um, what did you buy? It was a little uh, tank top and shorts with seahorses on them. Um, and so it was hard because I, I did just like finally get to that point where it did feel real. And I was envisioning and thinking about something else. I was thinking about a little baby. Biff says it was hard to know how to take care of Tristan through the miscarriage. Tristan was shutting him out. He'd be like, Look, I'm fine. I'm going to go lie down. Um, And, you know, you hang with the kids if you can. And if you're able to bring me some soup later, that would be great. Tristan was saying this instead of, hey, I need some soup right now. I need you. But I'm afraid if I tell you this, you'll tell me that my dream of having a baby with you is over. And Biff still hadn't told Tristan why he was nervous about having a baby in the first place. You know, that his hands were already full being a stay-at-home dad with two kids. They kept all of this to themselves because... It was complicated, you know, it was messy. And the stakes, they were as high as they get. But as we all know, holding it in can only last so long. Stay with us. (laughs) At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain or that you won't get a sunburn or that your family won't endearingly call you lobster mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh-generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of seventh-generation. Find seventh-generation laundry detergent in fresh lavender and other scents at seventhgeneration.com. From muddy jungle paths to snowy trails to rolling sand dunes, the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder is ready to take you to some of the most phenomenal destinations on Earth. In a Pathfinder, it's more than just the arrival. The real excitement comes from the ride to get there. With seven drive modes, Pathfinder's available intelligent four-wheel drive is built for some of the most epic journeys. So chase bigger, better, more exciting adventures in the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. Intelligent four-wheel drive cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. We're back with Tristan and Biff. Before we get back to their passive-aggressive standoff, we've got to talk about trans pregnancy and miscarriage. Tristan, as you can tell, has been super open with me about sharing intimate details of his life, but he really struggled with whether or not to come on the show and talk about the miscarriage. He says he's scared that people will think he lost the pregnancy because he was on testosterone. My producer Abigail and I looked into this. We found a couple articles on how testosterone can negatively impact pregnancies in women with certain hormonal imbalances. But surprisingly, there are no studies specifically about testosterone, trans pregnancy, and miscarriage. They just haven't been done. We spoke with a doctor named Alexis Light, who studies trans health, 
I mentioned her in our last episode. She says that it is important for trans people to stop taking testosterone before trying to conceive. And, you know, Tristan did that. She also says that one in four pregnancies end in miscarriage. One in four pregnancies. That's whether you're trans or not. And she says there's no way to know what caused Tristan's miscarriage, which is the case for most miscarriages. This is what Tristan's doctors told him, too. And they say there's no reason to not expect a healthy pregnancy next time. After all, plenty of trans people have had healthy pregnancies and given birth to healthy babies. Still, Tristan blamed himself for what happened. He's worked really hard over the years to feel confident in his body, and and suddenly he felt like his body had failed him, like it had failed the baby. This kind of self-blame is super common after miscarriage. Tristan didn't share the pregnancy or the miscarriage with many people, just a handful of trusted confidants. But I told my mom that it was happening, and then she told me that, you know, she had had a miscarriage before I was born. Um... And almost everyone that I did tell who, you know, has the capacity or the capability of getting pregnant or being pregnant, a lot of them then said, yes, that happened to me too. Um, And it made me feel a lot less alone. (laughs) Of course, Tristan wasn't going through this alone. He had Biff. But they weren't doing so well in the talking department. So they wound up handling this in a way that, I'll be honest, doesn't sound like something to me that should work. We actually have our toughest conversations over email. It's something we discovered really early on in our relationship. I think of email as a place where tone is hard to read and, you know, a place where you're more likely to say something you wish you could take back because you're not actually looking the person in the face. But we just do much better if we get to put all of our, one person puts all their ideas out, the other person can respond in exactly the manner they wish. Yeah, I I wrote him an email and I basically said, like, look, given that we adopted the kids and our son Riley started his first year of school, we moved across the country and Tristan abruptly really changed jobs, stepping into a really big role in his career. Yeah, those two last things, they also happened in the midst of the adoption madness. And given like that all of that was happening, then we got pregnant unexpectedly and went through this really treacherous six weeks or, you know, six to eight weeks. And then Tristan had a miscarriage and was devastated and it was hard. And it did make me stop and think, wh- why, <laughs> you know, at what point do we like see calm waters in our life? When does that happen? And you know what, maybe it would be a better idea for us to wait. What would waiting a year really hurt? And how did you respond? (laughs) Well, I mean, I read the email and I got what I call hot face, you know, where I just got really, really, really upset really fast. Um, My, what I was thinking was like, how dare he? Like how we were going to have a baby and now we're not going to have it for a year or maybe ever. Like this is just him trying to put it off. I'm being punished for having had a miscarriage. Um, Like I just started to really freak out. Tristan's worst fears were coming true. This is exactly why he'd been so un-Tristan-y lately and kept quiet about how upsetting the miscarriage was. And thank God, but I did not respond to the email right away. I just thought, you know, I'm going to take a couple hours. I'm going to really think about this. 
How often does that happen? You know, that your partner says something that pisses you off so thoroughly that you get hot face and then you just calmly go, oh, I think I'll take a couple hours before I say anything. Well, somehow Tristan found the willpower to do this. He took a walk through downtown Portland, talked with his best friend who happens to also be a therapist. And then after a couple hours, he came home and he said this to Biff. I, I love you. And I love you more than I love the idea of having a baby. And if you don't feel like this is right or smart for our family, then we shouldn't do it because you are smart. (laughs) And if you think we should wait, then let's wait. And if you think we shouldn't do it, then we shouldn't do it. Because if I have to choose between you and a baby, I choose you. Tristan was devastated. He thought that that It was like my first step in telling him that I didn't want to do it anymore. And was that true? No, no, it wasn't. Um, I mean, it wasn't true at all. In fact, it was the opposite, where I felt more invested in the idea than I had before everything. Why? Because I, I had a little, I don't know, I had a glimpse of what, this meant or what it would be like to create a little person with the love of my life. And as hard as a lot of it was, I liked what I saw. When we come back, Biff and Tristan start to picture their family of the future in a way that makes sense to both of them. Don't go away. (laughs) We're back with Tristan and Biff and the next part of their story. Well, the next part, (laughs) the next part of the story is that I think something really big shifted in our dynamic when I said, like, I, I trust you. You were right about us not telling the kids so early. Could you have imagined if I had told my five-year-old daughter that I was pregnant and then have to be like, oh, actually I'm not anymore. Um, he was right. He was right. And, and so I just said like, not only, is it okay that you want to wait for a year? Um, but if you think we should wait for a year, like I'm on board. What waiting a year meant would be to either ask Tristan to stay off of hormones until we were ready again, or to ask Tristan to go back on hormones and then to come back off of hormones when we were ready. And that didn't really make sense. You know, I mean, that didn't seem wise for our emotional health. <laughs> But I also, I don't know, the honestly, this sort of angst of, of not knowing and waiting sort of got to me. And I said, like, screw it. Let's just do this. Like, let's just move forward and try and see what can happen. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. And we can, you know, we can take joy in all of the other great things in our life. But let's give this a try. Biff changed his mind. He would not say that he changed his mind. He would, you know, say like, oh, I revised my decision or whatever. Um, (laughs) But I think, I don't know, probably seeing the way that we did manage to come out of a really rough situation, um, more connected, more trusting of each other, probably helped him imagine the ways in which this really could work and, and be good for us. It's interesting that um, you're backing off of your romantic fantasy 
of what it would be like to to have a biological kid with Biff has actually made that fantasy more of a reality. I mean, isn't that always the case, though? <laughs> like, as soon as you let go of, like, some stupid made-up idea that you had of what your life was going to be like or who you were going to be, like, you allow for the emergence of what actually is, which is sometimes much more powerful than you could have ever imagined when you were 20. So now what what are you imagining the next time around? What what <laughs> What's the picture in your head? I mean, the picture in my head is that he buys me lots of really good snacks. <laughs> um, that, you know, he's able to, like, pick me up from work when I know that I will throw up on the train if I sit next to one more stinky person. I decided that I would just start buying cute baby clothes when I saw them um, as a way of showing him that, like, I was excited, you know, and that I was looking forward to something. Not to mention that I've had a, a couple friends that have had babies, um, which I've had the privilege and joy of watching. Uh, and I've definitely developed a real baby fever. <laughs> Despite his baby fever, Biff says he still thinks people shouldn't be making so many babies when there are lots of kids who need parents, in theory. Then again, he says, lots of things in theory don't make sense. He says he's really excited by the idea of experiencing parenthood through a different lens, like a lens that is not the American court system. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain, or that you won't get a sunburn, or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western, with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. From muddy jungle paths to snowy trails to rolling sand dunes, the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder is ready to take you to some of the most phenomenal destinations on Earth. In a Pathfinder, it's more than just the arrival. The real excitement comes from the ride to get there. With seven drive modes, Pathfinder's available intelligent four-wheel drive is built for some of the most epic journeys. So chase bigger, better, more exciting adventures in the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. Intelligent four-wheel drive cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. I'm thinking this thing, and it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to come out all wrong, but, but I'm thinking it, so I feel like I should say it to you. Sure. It sounds like this, this miscarriage changed your relationship for the better. I think not only did it change our relationship for the better, but I think it changed me for the better. Yeah, I mean, I would totally agree with that. I would have liked to have gotten to be a better person in some different way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I guess you don't always get to choose those things. I asked Biff and Tristan what they pictured when they imagined their family with another kid. 
Biff says he's not imagining anything specific. He just knows that he got his first kids, Haley and Riley, at the same time. We were thrown into parenthood in the worst way, he says. So I'm really looking forward to enjoying some of the things I didn't get to enjoy because I was scrambling so hard to figure out what the fuck I was doing. Tristan also says he doesn't know what to expect. Sometimes he imagines it'll be chaotic and messy with kids all around and a toddler accidentally eating dog food or something. But then at the same time, he says, I imagine long road trips with all of us singing along to music. Tristan and Biff have a plan for what's next. We're going on vacation, a tropical vacation next month, and that's when we're going to start trying. You can bet we will check back in with them if and when they have news, once Biff says it's okay, of course. Over these four episodes with Tristan and Biff, so many things have come up. You know, we've got adoption, LGBT issues, pregnancy, miscarriage, and, and just plain old relationship stuff. We want to hear what you've related to most. So tell us what about their story reminds you of something from your life. Go to longestshortesttime.com and leave your comment on this episode. That's episode 81. And don't forget to send in your weird parenting wins. Email hello at longestshortesttime.com with the subject weird. This podcast is produced by me, Hilary Frank, and Abigail Keel. We are edited by Peter Clowney. Our engineers are Pete Karam and the Reverend John Delore. Our theme music is by the Batteries Duo. We also used music in this episode by Chris Zabriskie. We get editorial support from Anne-Marie Baldonado and Antonia Akitunde. Special thanks to Dr. Alexis Light and to Julie Sabatier, who recorded Tristan and Biff's side of the conversation. We'll be back next week with another audience favorite, Christina, the Broadway makeup artist who spent years on the road with her toddler. There have been big changes in her life recently. I hang up the phone and go, oh God, what did I just do? You, my friend, you can be like Christina or Tristan and Biff. You can tell your story on this podcast. Send us your stories about your relationship with your parents or your relationship with your kids. We would especially love to hear from twins, maybe some grown twins or or teenage twins. We know twins have a special relationship. Maybe you've got a twin language, or maybe you've noticed that your twin kids have one. Go to longestshortesttime.com and submit your story. Hi, everybody. This is David Gregory, and I want to tell you about my new podcast, The David Gregory Show. It is that easy to remember. And it's me talking to all sorts of really interesting people, getting them off their regular script into deeper, more personal conversations, like Ariana Huffington about parenthood. I think especially for mothers, they take the baby out and they put the guilt in. Or Bravo TV's Andy Cohen on being less afraid. Look, I'm a single gay dude on a late night talk show. If I can't overshare, who can? We'll have a new program every Friday. So go to iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever your favorite podcast app and download The David Gregory Show and eavesdrop on really cool conversations. Thanks for listening. Stand up. You sing your wolf? Yeah. This has been an Earwolf production, executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Adam Sachs, and Chris Bannon. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolf!
Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain or that you won't get a sunburn or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western with over 4,200 hotels worldwide.